We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. Tune in as we search to find the deep, real, and raw truth. We're here to talk big, no room for small talk. It is our mission to inspire, seek growth, simplify the action steps, and build confidence. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Are you ready to step into your power? Now is the time. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. If you're a regular listener of the show or you follow us on social media, you know I, Brooke, just ran my first marathon and Andrea ran her 22nd state in her goal to run a marathon in every state. How did I go from barely getting out of bed to being able to run 26.2 miles, a customized training plan, and coaching with Andrea? With my health concerns, it was important for me to make sure I crossed that finish line safely and confidently. We are so excited to announce that we are now offering customized training plans. Whether you're wanting to run a 5K, 10K, half, or full marathon, we've got you covered. Get your customized training plan plus coaching to get you race ready and keep you motivated along the way. Prior to receiving your training plan, you will meet with me, Andrea, for a 15 minute call to discuss your goals, race details, and schedule your three coaching calls. You will receive a training plan for your race, tailored to your schedule, endurance, and cross training preferences like yoga, biking, strength, or whatever movement you enjoy. Coaching throughout your training will provide accountability, safety, and inspiration to keep you pursuing your training and race goals. With Andrea, you will connect your mind and body to maximize your race experience. And if you're looking for a custom training plan without coaching, we're offering that as well. Head over to the shop page on our website, goldivyhealthco.com, to learn more and get you across that finish line. Welcome back to Ivy Unleashed. Today is a great day to talk about this one life we've got. Oh, hell yeah. And we're going to talk about the best tip to make a habit stick. How to hack your brain to actually make that habit that you've been wanting to create stick. Yes, by romanticizing your life. Yeah, and what does that even mean? Ugh, I think it means something <laughs> different to everyone. Like to me, it, it, it makes me think like, you know, you watch like a reel or a TikTok of someone that does like a, a montage of an experience and they put this beautiful music over it. And like, to me, that's like romanticizing uh, a memory or a moment. So mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with doing it because I love to look back and it makes me feel like my life is a movie. Yeah. And the reason that this is so important because Andrew and I were talking and a lot of what you hear about social media and the negative impacts on your mental health is this comparison, right? Of I'll never have that. Ugh, like must be nice to be them. It just, it makes you feel like crap when you compare yourself, but there's a way that you can use that to your advantage. And it's tuning into what does spark some envy, some jealousy, because that is trying to tell you something. It's Mm -hmm. trying to say, Hey, you want this. This is important to you. Mm -hmm. And so there's a way that you can use that to fuel and to get really specific and that clarity on what do I even want? Mm -hmm. So for Andrea, it's making these videos, these memories of her kiddos, but it also can be used in the game of behavior change. And that's because that's how the brain works. 
we think about the brain. The brain, it wants easy, it wants comfort, and it wants fun, right? Mm -hmm. It wants enjoyable things. Mm -hmm. And if it seems like work, there's going to be that resistance because the brain is going off and saying, hey, alert, alert, danger, danger. We don't like this. Yeah, we've talked a lot about small steps and getting specific and getting small and really doing that. What we want to talk more about today is like how to make this enjoyable. Like Brooke said, like your brain wants to enjoy things. Mm -hmm. Like how good does it feel like the other night? I was just thinking, I haven't read a book in so long and I, I need to get back to it. And I had the opportunity, Justin was about to leave for a trip and I was like, I just want to go in my bed and read a book and fall asleep. Like that just sounds so dreamy to me. And it was 7.56, got in my bed, read about 15 pages of a book and fell asleep and got a full night, like eight hours of sleep. Mm. It was unbelievable. It sounds so <laughs> silly, but it's like, when I was lying in my bed, I was like, this is the moment I've been wanting. Mm. I've been wanting slow and to like just catch up on sleep and just like read a new book. It felt so amazing. And so I'm going to keep chasing that and figuring out like how to have those moments of those things. I've been craving me like someday I'll have time for it. Like, no, we someday is today. Yes. Like tomorrow will always be tomorrow. Right. You have, you have to make time for these things now and it isn't as difficult as you think it might be. Because for Andrea, it was really specific on what she wants, and then it was making it happen. But it's also having the confidence and the courage to say it out loud because mm. it felt kind of like, am I a bad mom right now that I'm like not going to do bedtime, and he's leaving on this trip? I should, I should probably be with my family, like go to the park. And I just like had the courage to be like, this would just feel so good right now. And be good for my sleep before I'm a single parent for the weekend. And so there's so many different ways that we can feel selfish in these moments of just really asking for what we need. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you do. Like if you have kids, like you can't just like bounce. Like you got to make sure there's kid coverage. Everyone's okay. You know, your, your spouse is feeling like they got it, you know, mm-hmm. with their energy and their needs. And so it's, it's, it can be a tricky balance, but it's just, it's so important in this one life that we have that we're peppering these really enjoyable moments so we're happy and we feel good. And when we notice that other people have these things or are experiencing these moments that we feel envious or we feel jealous, it's just saying like, you're one decision away from that. You're one, like mm-hmm. one decision. Ed Milet says this all the time and we love him so much, but you're one decision away from the life you want or just starting to try to weave in that habit. Mm-hmm. It's just making the decision one time. Yeah. And unapologetically asking for what you want and knowing that you deserve it, that you deserve to feel good. And if these things are going to make you feel good, if there's something specific, like going to bed early, if the people around you can make it happen and help, they want to, they want you to feel good. So I think a lot of times it is that selfish game or they're like, oh, that would take so much work. Or we think about how much work it would be or the process when we don't think about that outcome. Right, so like add my lot with this idea of we're one decision away. Well, you're also a lot closer to that future you that you want to be, and I think that's the key because when you're thinking about that future person, okay, well you're going to make the right decision in this moment because you're thinking about how that future person's going to feel, right? Like for me, I'm thinking about food and knowing that a lot of food still does trigger my stomach. And I choose to eat this way to feel good, and for the longest time it was whatever. Like, I'll deal with it later. Eventually, I'll eat really clean or however people say it. Eventually, I'll have the body that I want. Eventually, I'll get the good night's sleep. It's like, no, it starts today and what you do now. 
because that future person is you. The only person you're hurting is yourself. And yes, it takes getting really specific on what that is, but I also think it's making it easy by getting specific, if that makes sense. So, you know, you think about what is a healthy habit that just won't stick. Maybe for you, it's drinking water. Like, how can you look forward to that? Maybe it's doing your skincare routine. How can you look forward to that? Can you have cute products? Can you lay them out on the counter where, you know, you see them, but then also it brings you joy because it looks cute as hell on your counter. Same idea of having that water bottle. Or for exercise, it could be having an awesome playlist. You're walking while you're listening to a podcast, talking to someone you love. So it's also the idea of pairing what you love and brings you joy with this new habit. Mm -hmm. Music is so powerful. You think about it. Like when you listen to your favorite jam, whether you're exercising or not, what, maybe you need to use it to even get in the mood to think about mm-hmm. it, you know, because it, it gives you energy. It does something to our soul, right? And, you know, sometimes you need it to calm down. Sometimes you need it to ramp your day up and get moving, but use it. I mean, it's a free thing you can just turn on and just everybody has a few like a handful of their favorite songs mm-hmm. I feel like that's a tool that's really underestimated by a lot of people like you know some people don't really like cooking or they don't look forward to meal prepping you know so maybe you you pour a drink to to have while you're whether it's alcohol or tea or whatever it may mm-hmm. be or a coffee while you're doing it, you can enjoy something that you can sip on you can play some music or do it with someone I mean I think about that with me with meal planning. Mm-hmm. It's something I put off a lot. And so I'm always like, how can I help myself out? Why isn't this not like, this just keeps not happening. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my thing that I need to romanticize big time. What do you think would help? I think I get stuck with like, it's that thing that's like, I want it to be picture perfect. So it's mm. like action paralysis. It's like I... I'm just thinking about way too many factors. Mm -hmm. So I think like the next time I'm with my friend Liz, where just recipes come so easy to her, ideas with food, because I love spending time with her and just be like, hey, for the next 10 minutes, will you help me just plan out my month of food? Just like (laughs) four meals a week that are maybe your go-tos that maybe I have never tried or like shoot me a recipe of something you like. And I'm going to pop these in my calendar and then make sure I have the groceries for them. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to see if she'll be that person for me. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it, right? You ask yourself, what would it take for me to look forward to this? Is it doing it with a friend? Is it doing it at a certain time of day where you know that motivation is high? You know, is it scheduling out time on the weekends and then rewarding yourself with something right after? Yeah, I think too that a big piece of romanticizing something and then getting to that point is like, you've got to think about that person Mm -hmm. you're talking about. Like envision yourself with like awesome skin, right? (laughs) Like, because with that, a lot can go into that. That could be, I'm drinking a ton of water. Mm -hmm. It could be, I'm doing my skincare routine. It could be, I'm eating healthier at home, you know, trying to have less processed foods or less Mm -hmm. sugar, less alcohol, whatever it may be. And picturing your face, like picturing that, like looking at a picture of yourself and being like, damn, my skin is glowing. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that's what it is that's the driver because it's not instantaneous sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you don't always feel awesome the second after you plan out your meals. (laughs) But that person who I know I can be, who I want to be, right? This version that does meal plan, what would they do in this situation? Right. Like your intuition 
has all the answers you need. You just need to change the questions you're asking yourself. Just why as coaches, we ask empowered questions because you know what you need to do. If you struggle with digestion, energy, bloat, acne, mood, fatigue, listen up. I spent four years, 50 plus doctors, and tens of thousands of dollars to heal my gut so you don't have to. I've created the what to do guide I wish I had before spending years navigating the overwhelming amount of information and conflicting doctors' opinions out in the gut health world. My help, I can't figure out what's wrong with me. The How to Heal Your Gut Starter Kit is now available and the response to it online has been incredible. On top of what I wish I would have known, I also wish this information would have been easily accessible for me. Because of that, it's available to you on the shop page of our website for only $9.99. Included in my guide is what helped me and countless others heal their gut, along with chronic fatigue, acne, hormone imbalances, and so much more. You'll learn what foods to stay away from, what foods to eat, a four-week gut healing eating plan, lifestyle tools to aid your healing process, and two of my go-to favorite recipes. So head over to our shop page on our website, goldivyhealthco.com. And remember, happy gut, happy life. You can heal. Let me help you. And I think if we think about those quote unquote unhealthy habits, right? Like maybe staying out too late or drinking too much alcohol, not washing your face. Like why do we do those things? Because they're easy. Mm-hmm. Or we enjoy staying out late because we're doing things that we like to do. So how can you twist that into the habit that you do want? Mm-hmm. Like how can you make that the healthy choice, the easy choice? Yeah. I think too, there's like putting meaning on it. I just yes. thought of with the meal planning that- when I picture the person that I want to be or that, that I, I am going to be, I should say, <laughs> is uh, something like the value it's going to create is I have this image of my kids all choosing a recipe and we're sitting down and we're eating it. And it was like one of their ideas and it's exciting. And then my kids are trying new foods or new vegetables because it was their idea. Yes. And so I'm just thinking like, that's the family I'm picturing. That's the the mom I'm picturing I am is that we do those things, mm-hmm. right? And so now if I tie my kids to anything, I'll be way more <laughs> likely to do it. That meaning just, it it moves me. It mm-hmm. changes things. It makes me step outside of myself. So sometimes it might be thinking of someone else, like, oh man, I will live a longer life with my spouse if I drink more water now and drink less pop or soda, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. You know, <laughs> whatever the habit is that you know is probably negatively impacting your health, you can think about the person that I want to become or the person I know is in here. Why do I want to become that person? Yes. What What is going to come out of me acting that way? And it's going to get you one step closer to getting out of this life what you want to get out of it. Right? Like you can be anyone you want to be. Yeah. You I just can, thought too, like this could also not even be like health habits. This could be like your responses to people, like maybe trying to learn how to interact with people more peacefully, Mm, right? mm -hmm. Where you're one decision away from just being a little bit kinder, right? Where you, or you're a better listener, or you are becoming more of a lifelong learner. You want to learn more things and that's like tough. I feel like there's so many different ways you could twist this into (laughs) like 
what do I know that I I could really use some work on? Yeah. And what do I really enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. Because again, it, it goes with that pairing. And I think a theme that I, I keep thinking of right now is slowing down to even know what those things are. Right? Like we are so go, go, go as a society, Andrea and I, that yes, we love personal development. We love the shit, but it also takes as us being humans to slow down and be like, in this season of life, like what is bringing me joy? And and it could be so different than even a month ago. Exactly. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, like I think a lot of people can get scared with personal development because they're like, you don't have to be someone else. And like, you're absolutely right. You are you. But in every season of life, you're evolving and you're wanting different things out of life, different things think make you who you are and teach you the lessons that you need in the moment. But for me right now, I'm in a completely different stage. Like I just bought my first condo and now I'm celebrating that. And I'm like, I'm shopping this weekend with my best friend from home. And I'm like, I don't want to buy clothes. Like I want to buy home things and create a safe and peaceful and like home that I'm excited to come home to. So it's like just even recognizing that it's okay to evolve and to want these things. Like it's okay to want the routine that the girl on Instagram or TikTok has. Like whatever excites you about that, like like, who do you think you'd become from having that routine? Mm -hmm. What feeling are you chasing? Yes. Are you wanting to like feel established, feel successful, feel beautiful? And I think right now, like I want peace because now it's like, I know the things that make me feel good. I have my health back. I'm obsessed with what we're doing work-wise, career-wise that now it's like, I just want to soak it in and be in like, I'm going to cry like this. Everything is beautiful. And I want my surroundings to reflect that. And that doesn't make me materialistic. It, you know, I think when it comes to wanting to level up or chase your dreams, there's this idea of like always wanting more, 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 which I do acknowledge that I do have that issue. (laughs) But more of a good feeling and how I want to live my life. Yeah. I'm thinking of Eric Lassan's episode about joy, which is unbelievable. And this <laughs> just got our wheels turning, but it's like Brooke was saying earlier, the clarity on, on how you want to feel and what brings you joy and then finding it and, and making it happen. And she said something super powerful. Like if you are not satisfied with your life right now, you will never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, getting in tune with what is it that I'm, what is it in my life that am I satisfied with? And let's like elevate that, right? Mm -hmm. Let's add more of that into our life so that we do feel that joy more. Yeah. And then noticing what doesn't bring that joy and kind of weeding it out more. So if you're noticing that when you do slow down and you do get in bed and you're reading a book and you feel amazing, (laughs) like how can that happen more? Mm Mm-hmm. And knowing which habits are going to give you that feeling. Because I do think there's a level of self-discipline, right? Like even to this day, I have made a complete 180 with my habits because of my health and I feel good now. And it's like, now I'm in that place where, Ooh, I want to stay feeling that good. But then temptation comes up or life happens and I'm up late and I do have to be like, Nope. Okay. We're not going to turn the TV on. We are going to go to bed. We are going to wake up early. There's that level of, yes, you can romanticize, but I think it makes the willpower and the discipline easier because you're excited and you know why you're doing it and you Mm -hmm. get to be in this flow state. Yeah. I think 
to me, romanticizing housing being that flow state where it doesn't feel like work. You are doing something that ultimately, you know, is going to get you one step closer to where you want to be, but you're also, you're falling in love with the process and the journey. I think that's the key too, is like, Hey, you've got the long-term vision of that you, that you're going to become. And then there's this gap, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I know I want to be the one planning the meals and making it all happen, but there's a lot that you have to do in between there. You've got to go get the groceries and pay for them and prep them and like plan what days they're going to be and make this whole thing happen. Right. And so you just, you can get defeated along the Mm -hmm. way of like all the things, but I love what you're saying with that discipline is this one next decision is keeping me on the path. It doesn't have to be tough. Maybe you pick an easier recipe if you're having like a tougher day or a busier day. But I think, you know, knowing when you do plan things out with food, it, it does end up making it easier mm-hmm. on you. It well, you carve out this time and it comes back to you mm-hmm. tenfold. Like by me taking, you know, 30 minutes to plan out. And I do acknowledge like it's so much different when you have a family. But by starting small, you then get that momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, I do think it's going to start with like, let's make this fun with a friend with some ideas first, mm-hmm. because I've tried it lots of different ways. And I mean, my family keeps eating dinner. Like we're, <laughs> we're fine. Um, and we are, you know, getting to the store and, and have healthy foods in our house. But we do get in that rut of having the same meals. Yeah. Or it's and, like rushed last minute and yes. you're getting late. And, yeah. And I don't like that yeah. feeling. I don't like that rushed, what are we doing? Scramble. It doesn't feel good. And then we end up spending more money if we want to go out. And yeah. So that's my big thing. What are you going to work on that you feel like you got to romanticize a bit to make happen? I think two things come to mind. The first one is getting ready. You don't like getting ready? I hate getting ready. Why? Okay, so I used to love it growing up, getting ready for dances, getting ready for school, doing my hair and makeup. But then when I got sick and started trying to figure out my health issues, getting ready felt like so much work. And I think depression played a big part in that of like getting up and showering and getting ready like took so much energy. And I still, I think I still have some beliefs around that that hold me back of like, oh, this is going to take so much energy. This is going to drain me. But I know that when I get ready, I feel so much better. So like we work out super early, right? With move, go home and then we're on calls all day and we're getting things ready for Gold Ivy. And so, yeah, I may shower, but then I don't do my hair, makeup. And it's kind of the same idea of meal planning where I put a little, I take a little time and then it comes back to me because I just feel... I feel more confident. I feel like I poured into myself and put myself together. So you need to fall in love with the process of getting ready again. Yes. So I think, and I also think being in like a tiny bathroom and where just how my apartment is laid out, like it's not very um, conducive to getting ready. So I'm thinking about how I can make it better more easily accessible of like where my makeup is, where my hair care products are, because they're just like scattered and put away so that they're not on top of this tiny counter. So I'm excited for this new condo where I can have like cute things out on display, easy to grab and getting in that routine. So that's something I want to get back to. And that also comes with like getting ready. Like this weekend, the reason this is top of mind is this weekend I went out with friends and I 
got ready and I didn't just wear workout clothes. And I love workout clothes, nothing against it. But there's just something about putting on a cute outfit that it boosts your mood. Like it has nothing to do with looks. It has everything to do with mood for me. I just mm-hmm. notice I feel more put together. I feel more confident. And those are feelings I want to create. So getting ready. Another one, saving money because of with this condo now. And to get approved for this mortgage, I had to be very tight on money. And that was new for me. And now I know I can do it. And the same like dopamine hit that you can get with spending money. I also think I can get it with saving money because I watched that account rise. It's like, hell yeah, hell yeah. And I just have to be very specific on how I'm doing it, how much money I'm putting aside, like sticking to a budget. So I think romanticizing the sticking to a budget is what I need to work on. Well, Sonia Eklund would say, instead of calling it a budget, because like <laughs> that word budget, like I just don't <laughs> like it, uh, is your spending plan. Yeah. Right? Because you can spend less. Yeah. So you're saving. I think it's just be my money plan. Money plan. I like that. My money plan. What I've found, and this is with not just money, with like everything, planning my week out, getting organized. I love to plan. Like I'm a planner. It's the execution Mm -hmm. that I struggle with. Like I'll create this cute ass money plan, Excel sheet, and then I'll never look at it again. (laughs) I'm going to save so much money, but wait a minute. I did it for a while because Britt Williams helped me do it. And I did it for a while and and then it just seems like work. Mm -hmm. So figuring out how to make it easy, but also getting excited about seeing the money rise, spending, you know, my weekly allowance of however much I'm going to put aside on exciting things for the condo, I think is how I'm going to romanticize it. I like it. Good. And then you'll get to see the fruits of your savings. Like it will be in like visible for you. Exactly. Because sometimes it's tough. You like, you want to romanticize exercise, but you don't see results instantly. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get to stare at you know, your bicep looking ripped right away. Unless you do move. Unless you do move. (laughs) (laughs) We had, we had one of our members, actually her pants split because her glutes were getting real defined. And uh, she sent us a picture of her pants ripping. It was a proud moment for us. (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're trying to take credit for it. Yeah. So let's give some examples of different ways that people can make building these habits fun and romanticizing them. Yeah. I think about going to bed early because for a while I knew I felt so much better when I went to bed early, but it was hard. And so what I did was I got some cute sleepy time tea. I got a cute mug off of Amazon that an influencer had. And I built like my ideal nighttime routine, just like I have my ideal morning routine. And it makes me want to whip out the sleepy time tea, actually get tired, like look forward to starting I think of this like a cozy routine. robe or like mm. cozy jammies or something. Lighting a candle, like cozy vibes, everything. <laughs> yes. Even with a journal before bed, like finding a cute journal and putting it on your nightstand and making it a part of your decor, mm-hmm. having like that go-to soft music that's going to play. A book like that Cultivating a vibe. Yeah, yeah. I like that because then you can pair stress management and sleep. Like they just go hand in hand together. I mean, everything with health goes hand in hand, but I feel like having something cozy and knowing too that you're kind of putting this effort that kind of de-stresses you just making momentum with getting more sleep or, Mm -hmm. or journaling or reading a book or whatever. Yeah. And knowing too what is happening, this might sound funny, but what's happening when you sleep? 
right? Like your memory is getting better. You're detoxifying, your repair, regrowth, like all of this essential things are happening when we sleep. And I think sleep is one of the first thing that goes. So prioritizing that by romanticizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about water intake too, with, you know, having a cute glass or water, like get your favorite glass out and use that for water intake or use a really cute pen or like dry erase marker to track how much water mm-hmm. you're drinking. Or if you like that, the visual like check mark or box doing that is so satisfying to like mm-hmm. check a box. And so people love that, especially planners like you checking that box. And so whether it's on a piece of paper or a whiteboard or on your phone, check the box when you did something, whether it's water or whatever else it is. Yeah, I think that's why I have a million water bottles. <laughs> I'm romanticizing. Andrew makes fun of me because I have a million water bottles. Yeah, every time I see her, there's a new one. And we're getting like, <laughs> I just can't find the right one. And they get free ones sent to us. Oh my gosh, if I had a dollar for every time Justin said that about water bottles <laughs> or bags, like the perfect bag with the right amount of pockets and zippers or the perfect water bottle that's easy to clean with the right spout. I'm like, oh my gosh, this cupboard could be for a, fa- a family of 20. Like 20 We're people. related. 100%. Yes. Yeah. So if you're listening and you have the ideal water bottle, don't send it to Brooke. She doesn't need it. <laughs> no. Send it to me, please. Let me know. I will buy it. But only if it's in my money plan. That's right. <laughs> I also think about drinking alcohol. And something I want to do this summer is experiment with fun mocktails. Right? Like I can have just as much fun with a fun drink. Like, I think for me, drinking is being in that social atmosphere, being with the people, having something in my hand. Mm -hmm. And so to look forward to drinking something new that I actually enjoy and isn't going to make me feel like crap. I think that's what I'm going to experiment with this summer and just see. Mm -hmm. I think about like the visual appeal of these things too. Because a lot of things we're talking about, it's like. They're pretty. You want to see pretty things. I'm thinking like when you said the mocktail, I'm thinking of like a Moscow mule mug with like a lime Mm -hmm. and maybe some mint, you know, or whatever for mojitos. I'm thinking like, I just feel like making your life a little bit more visually appealing, whether it's like decorations on your home or what you're drinking, what you're wearing, what you're putting on your body to go out, you know, putting on your makeup or wearing like a cute robe before bed. I don't know. I feel like there's so many different sensations that we can kind of elevate to make these little habits a little bit more fun. Yeah. I've noticed too with waking up earlier that doing exciting morning things has been helpful. So like I want to look forward to going to the farmer's market. Like I'm not, I don't go to the farmer's market up until now, but I'm going to get cute flowers and like support local businesses. So that's something I'm looking forward to too. And doing it with someone else, you know, you are the five people you spend the most time with. So if the people around you aren't cultivating the vibe that you want, Think about who you could spend some more time with, even if it is just calling them on the phone while you do these things. But who you surround yourself with is so important. And it's hard to romanticize these these things and look forward to them when you have a vibe killer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, people that are in that circle, they don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. Like you are choosing whether you feel like you are or you're not. I mean, unless it's like, a kid of yours that's constantly moody. (laughs) That's tough. Well, I'm just thinking about people who are just judging everything you do, right? Like taking out your phone and taking a cute video or a picture and don't make you feel 
how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, that's really important to be able to look back at the moments and romanticize them. Like I constantly have my phone out taking a quick video and it, it just takes a second, but I end up making like these videos that we can look back on this trip or these moments. And I do think it's a tricky balance. You don't want to be on your phone all the time. And so there is that, but yeah, I have no shame. I, I know you have no shame too. We're like, whatever, this is important to capture and we're doing it. And it we're going to put b- fun music over it. And it goes back to the unapologetically being who you are and doing the things that you want to do that you know are going to give you the life you want. It is so true and it sounds so cliche though you have one life and you know, we say it all the time. How do you want to feel? But what we're asking you to do today is to picture yourself, you know, however far down the road it is. It's really not that far down the road. It feels far down the road. But think of yourself and think of what you're really going for here when you think about what you want to romanticize, right? And think about that version of you. What do they look like? What are they wearing? What are they doing? What are they saying? Who are they around? How much money do they have? Where are they going? How are they carrying themselves? What kind of energy do they bring into the room? Like when you think about that and that's you, you know what you want. You know how you want to feel. You know what you want to be wearing. You've got an idea. You're noticing what other people are wearing and you have some envy. Take that into your life and figure out how I can just do it a little bit here or there and just romanticize the shit out of everything that you do. That person that you want to become is already within you. They've been in you. They're just waiting to be unleashed. And we also want to challenge you to three gold stars. We came up with three of them today. They're pretty powerful. I think yeah. they're going to pack pretty firm punch. The first gold star is pick one healthy habit you want to develop and think about what it would take for you to look forward to it. Two, come up with three of your favorite songs that cultivate a good feeling, good energy, and play them when you're starting to incorporate this new habit. And three, start noticing when you're on social media or you're out and about what you're envying and wish that you had. We hope y'all found this helpful. We are so grateful that you tuned in and we hope you took some gold from this episode. If you did, we would love for you to share it with a friend, leave a rating, leave a review, let us know what you loved and what you want more of. We are here to support and to help you become the best version of you so that you can chase and create the life that you deserve. Yes. And for your piece of gold, this piece of gold is from Wayne Dyer. He says, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold.